we are fusing subro and data science um, in a very intimate way. And and when carriers kind of see that and understand that, um, that they they tell us that they've not yet seen that approach out there. Pleased to have on Gabriel Weiss. He is the co-founder and chief customer officer at SafeKeep. Welcome, Gabriel. Thank you for having me. Maybe you can just start by telling us a little bit about your background, you know, how that led to your current role. And then obviously we'd love to learn more about SafeKeep and how that fits into the InsureTech landscape. So please go ahead. Absolutely happy to, and, and and thanks again for having me. So I um, started out as an infantry officer in the army, um, was uh, in charge of uh, soldiers and in, in training for and um, and deployed overseas, and got to work with some fantastic folks from all walks of life uh, in that part of my uh, career. And then uh, and then after the army, I um, I found myself as a consultant at Russell Reynolds Associates, which as you as you related is an executive search uh, advisory firm. And I was watching kind of the, the, the world of the incumbents and the world of the disruptors crash in on itself and, and seeing that both sides of the aisles kind of needed each other and nowhere was this more true and happening more quickly than in insurance and insure tech. And, um, Got pretty passionate about what I was seeing, the founders that I was working with, um, the 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 ideas and and the opportunity for disruption, um, and decided I couldn't miss out on our two, on an opportunity to eat some of my own cooking and help build one of these insurtech. So joined SafeKeep, um, and uh, and it's been a great ride ever since. So shifting to SafeKeep specifically, please. Uh share a bit about the organization, how it fits into the insurtech and insurance innovation landscape. So SafeKeep um, is comprised of folks that come from data science, engineering, tech, software. Our CEO and founder, Jeff Toe, is the former global head of insurance at Salesforce. So, you know, the kinds of backgrounds that you'd very much expect of an insurtech, but then we are equally um, to an equal extent, people coming from insurance, from claims, and specifically from the often overlooked but uh, world that we love passionately called subrogation. So let me let me spend a minute on on what subrogation is. Many folks that have spent their whole career in insurance um, may not be very familiar with it. So subrogation, simply put, is the identification and pursuit of third-party liability and dollar recoveries in insurance claims. Subrogation extends equally to all of, all of personal and commercial lines, auto, property, workers' compensation, general liability, specialty lines, uh, healthcare, group benefits, wherever, wherever there's third-party liability and dollars to be recovered. And what we're looking at is carriers being constrained as to the resources that they can devote towards identifying files for subrogation and then pursuing those recoveries. So what's happening is carriers are failing to uh, pursue a lot of the volume they could for recoveries. And so they're leaving a ton of money on the table. What SafeKeep does is um, we are an AI platform. We match data science, our SaaS platform and deep 
in-house subro expertise across lines of business um, to bring that all together and to ingest claims files, identify uh, the true extent of subrogable opportunity by mining those claims files with our machine learning models, then automating the end-to-end subrow and recovery workflow, soup to nuts, um, and then uh, providing that software and that platform to carriers so they can leverage it to uh, have every dollar potential identified, automate that process, saving them time and money, and then pursuing those recoveries. If carriers have certain resources they've been using, will they now be telling them to work with us, you're going to need to work through the SafeKey platform? How, how does that sort of ecosystem work? We can kind of meet carriers wherever they need us to be. We're happy to be a software platform in one corner. We're happy to uh, uh, to take some of that outsource and 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 pursue recoveries on their behalf uh, in other other categories or other de- other uh, claims demographics. With regards to the the outsource solution that they're pursuing now, those third party administrators, those TPAs, we're happy to augment them. We're we're happy to. Uh, partner with them to integrate them into our workflow, which we do do in, in many cases with some of our carrier partners. Uh, and then in some cases, we um, we compete against them and, and uh, we'll have carriers put us to the test to see how we perform on price, on dollar net recoveries, on, on cost, on transparency, on data and analytics and insights um, versus those, those other outsource options. It seems like you have a lot of different groups you're already working with. And so as a smaller organization at a, you know earlier stage, how do you kind of manage all that? We believe that AI is predicated on human expertise. So when we build a model for a carrier, we build the logic of that model based off of the expertise that our subro experts have cultivated over decades. Um, and we embed that um, that understanding and that sophisticated approach towards handling segregation into our platform and into our models. And then what that enables us to do is to preserve that expertise and that wisdom, the art and the science, but to make it incredibly scalable, incredibly efficient. And whether we're looking at a thousand files from a carrier or a million claims files from a carrier, that's the same model running in the same way and and we're leveraging that digital platform so we can solve for a lot of that um, scale uh, and potential just through the efficiencies of of our platform and and the way that we're built. I'm curious on your insights on you know whether it comes from your you know your prior role in working with a variety of earlier stage companies or whether it's now you know, being within an organization in terms of how do you design the organization? You know, how do you prioritize hires? What do you look for in people in building the organization in a fast growing business like this? And has your perspective changed now that you're in it versus consulting to it? Yes. Yes, it has. Um, Everybody talks about learning to be comfortable with ambiguity, with uncertainty, I guess my perspective hasn't changed in a way that was surprising, but just uh, the extent to which what I had heard has become true. And it's great, right? And, and, and we wouldn't have any other, any other way. With that in mind, to 
um, answer your question around what, what do we look for? I mean, we look for team players. We look for a balance of a person being selfless in the sense that they're going to put the team first. And, you know, look, they're already taking incredible risk to enter the entrepreneurial part of the ecosystem, right? Um, so, so a selflessness in that capacity towards the team, but at the same time, the confidence and the self-knowledge and, and inner strength to know their convictions and to advocate for those, not in a combative way, right? Not in a self-ambitious way, but out of a passion and a love for what we're building. Now, now that you're on the inside and you, 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 you know, you've seen sort of that agility and, and sort of persistence that's, that's required, is there anything new and different that you're doing to, to test for that in people as you're you know, considering them to join the organization? The proof is in the pudding. And, and if, if there's anything that, um, that has changed around that, it's, it's actually just listening more intently and taking a bit more time to really understand where people are coming from. Um, a lot of the things that are most revealing about somebody's character doesn't necessarily come through in a line on their resume or on their LinkedIn account. Um, the results are what you take home at the end of the day. But, but uh, the story behind that is sometimes kind of where all the magic is. So, so yeah, if there's anything I've learned around um, that, that, that talent aspect of it, it's, it's, to, um, it's to just take all the more appreciation for kind of the seedy web of professional and personal things that, that, that got to that result. So, so sort of looking ahead to 2022 and where you see this evolving, is it, is it you know, just continuing to get the engine smarter by, by more data points, more training, uh, moving into additional, you know, market segments, uh, and, and, and just continuing to sort of build out the product roadmap, anything in particular you'd like to, to highlight for folks? As we scale, we want to kind of create amplifying effects. We want to make subrogation and claims profitability resonate across the ecosystem. And we want folks that um, haven't thought about this as a strategic priority to kind of take note and think, wait a minute, there's a way that we could improve our loss ratio by a couple points by, by solving a function that we've thought of as a, as a cost center. Is there anything else you'd like to touch on? Uh, anything I might have missed before we wrap up? Two, just two other real quick pieces. One, reflecting on, on kind of the organizational qualities and, 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 and attributes piece again. The other, the other balance um, that's essential on an organizational level is between kind of operations and, and a disciplined cadence in the sense that we are delivering versus creativity. We need to make and very purposefully retain the space to stay very creative. I, I, think, I think this is an Aerosmith um, technique. So they used to have these sessions that they called Dare to Suck. Right where you would I, I and and oh my gosh, please forgive me if I'm quoting the wrong band, but I heard this somewhere. Yeah. So I think it's Aerosmith, and they used to have these sessions where there was no bad ideas. Right, dare to suck, 
tell us your worst idea. Let's see if it's magic. Who knows, right? It, so we really, we really carve out intentional space for that. And, and we're going to keep that as an organization as we grow. The final point um, is, as I mentioned, when several outcomes are improved, it's better for the carrier. It's better for the insured. It's better for the industry. Great. Well, I, I appreciate that. And the, uh, I like the dare to suck. That may be the title of this episode. So uh, Gabriel Weiss, uh, co-founder and chief customer officer at SafeKeep. It was great having you on. Really appreciate the time. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you.